Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to talk about getting in the right fight. I feel like so often our attention is divided into a million dumb areas. And half of that is because that's life. And we've talked about that before. But what I've been working on this week, there's so many different directions that I keep getting pulled in. And I keep saying, I just want to make sure I'm on the right field. I want to make sure I'm in the right game and that I'm set up to win. And I have the privilege of leading a team of people. And I'm constantly aware of the responsibility of making sure that they are on the right field as well. And so every morning as I'm approaching my responsibilities, I'm processing and thinking, pondering and working toward making sure that I'm putting my energies and efforts towards the right things and not just getting sidetracked and derailed into all the offshoots. Now, of course, a lot of that's inevitable and it's just a matter of life stuff that comes up that we have to do that we can't really help. But then there are all these other things where I'm just like, is this my fight? Is this my battle? Is this my job? Is this my responsibility? And I have to constantly be evaluating it or I end up way down in, into the wrong thing. And it's hard for me to find my way back. And so I just want to really encourage you, whatever it is that you're doing, are you taking things on that you shouldn't be? Do you even have the equipment, the grace, the peace to, in those areas? Like, I'll stop and evaluate. I'm like, why do I feel so disheveled? It's like, okay, because I have been doing all these things. I've been carried away in uh, taking care of things I shouldn't be doing. And so I that is my battle right now, are fighting for my boundaries to be healthy in my relationships, to fight for my boundaries to be healthy with myself because I'm the type that grows a cape and I love to be the superhero in as many uh situations as I possibly can. And since I'm aware of it, I catch myself where I'm springing into action and I'm the first one there and I'm so excited to save the day. And it's like, I'm not supposed to save the day. And sometimes when I save the day, then the person that's actually supposed to save the day doesn't. And they probably would do a better job at saving the day than I would because it's not my day to save. I have other jobs that I'm supposed to do. So this is a constant battle for me. This is something that I have just grown aware of in the last five years. It's something that I felt really guilty when I first got exposed to this kind of material and information, when I actually started to entertain the idea that everything isn't my job that people say I should be doing, that when I started to think about saying no, Like one of the most beautiful words in the English language, when I started actually saying no and being healthy with my lifestyle choices of saying, hey, I think that you're going to have to figure this one out on your own. Um, That's not everybody's problem. Some people's problem is they let everybody do their jobs for them. (laughs) And that's not my issue. My issue is I want to um, take care of everybody, which is great uh, when it's right. It's perfect in its proper place, just as all of us Our strengths a lot of times have weaknesses, I would say always. I don't know of a strength that doesn't have a weakness. Um, If you know of one, tell me. But it's one of those things that uh, it's just really a daily decision, a daily choice to choose 
what I'm going to put my energy towards, my effort towards, what I'm going to get upset about, what I'm going to get excited about. It's like, okay, I could just spin my wheels today for hours trying to, you know, prop someone up. But until they're prepared to change, what's the point of me, you know, building everything that I can think of to, to set them up to win and they aren't showing up to the field? They're not going to win the game if they're not even on the field to play. And so I feel like I'm finally learning that. And I, it's, I've definitely taken the long way to learn these lessons. And so if there's anybody that can take a shorter cut than me from from this, it's really, really hard. It's not easy, especially boundaries, boundaries and relationships. Um, I have worked with a team of young people for a really long time uh, that I've talked about them sometimes and I really love them. Some of them I've been with since they were 12 and now they're 24 and it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm only 15. I'm just kidding. But um, they are awesome. I I really love them. But some of them pull on my heartstrings and they'll pull me into things in their lives. And it's so easy for me to go along with them because I love them so much. But I've definitely learned it's truly loving them to set them up to win and me not to come to their rescue. Even though in me, I love it. I'm like, I'm here. You need me. I love you. It's wonderful. You know? And then I recognize that I'm like, ew, that is so unhealthy. That's there. They are not where my self-worth, my value. Uh, I love them very much, but I don't get anything from them. Like I get love from them. We love each other, but it's very in its proper place and it has to be. Otherwise, that gets really weird fast. And so that is in its place. But years ago, I would have definitely done anything for any of them. And I had that martyr, um, whatever, all those, all my maternal instincts going and all of those things at work. And I'm telling you, it's just not healthy. It's not healthy. And so keeping that in its place and not letting it get out of order has actually been one of the best gifts I've given to all of them because now they all have to step up and to do all what what they're supposed to do and be what they're supposed to be without uh, me filling in gaps I'm really I'm really not allowed to be in. And so I feel like that's one of my daily things. And and some of my mom friends, my friends that are moms, we talk a lot about like what they can empower their kids to do. And a lot of the things that they, you know, will talk about, I'm so exhausted. I did this, 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 and this. It's like, man, I bet that your kids could actually be contributing to these household things. It would make them feel better about themselves, even though they'd act like they hate it. In the long run, they'd be very grateful for the, the real training. At least their, at least their spouses will be later. <laughs> but it's just one of those important things that it, there are certain things that it's like my mom always told me that, you know, you don't other people when you have help, people help you. They don't do things exactly the way that you would do them. But that's okay. That's part of the price that you pay to get other people to help you. So it and it does take longer to train other people. But it's so important that we do only what we can do. And we facilitate and help uh, raise other people up that are around us. And even if that's, you know, your four year old or your six year old or your your 10 year old, I'm watching it. I'm a witness to this happening in a lot of my friends households with their kids. And it's amazing the self-esteem and how good they feel about themselves because they are the ones that loaded the dishwasher, even though it looks crazy and it might need a little bit of adjusting. It is so helpful to my friends that they're equipping their kids to um, 
carry some of the weight around the house. And that's just a, a small example, but it really is true in so many different areas of our lives that I got to be on the right field. I have to be set up to win here. And with all of my responsibilities, how am I going to actually have a daily life to fulfill those things to meet my goals? And otherwise it's crazy making. It literally makes you feel like you cannot get out of this circle. And that's, and and some of it is a seasonal thing. And I get that, that some people are in a time where you're caring for an elderly parent or you're just in like this time where there's literally no more time in your time budget to be able to have these extra things where you're gaining momentum on goals. And I get that. I respect that. But something has to give. Like there has to be a time that you can evaluate what am I doing? Like I I read a book about um, health, which I love. I'm fascinated by the whole subject. I'm constantly uh, intaking self-improvement knowledge all the time. I love it. I just enjoy it. And it's like, what can I do to be better? And so I was reading this um, book and she was talking about how much time we actually have and and that you do have time to go to the store. You do have time to get your own food and how the whole convenient food trend made everybody fat. I don't know, whatever. Everybody's got their theories. Um, But just talking about the whole fast food restaurants and then the quick convenient meals that are pre-prepped that you have no idea what's in there, right? So it was fascinating. And she just said, check yourself. Really, how much time do you have? How much time do you really have in a day? And I thought about that. I thought, there's a lot of time that I'm doing things that I could be more intentional. And if I wanted to put it towards my health, put it towards guitar practice, put it towards songwriting, put it towards my relationships, whatever it is that I'm wanting to really, truly invest my time in, we have a time budget that we're given 24 hours a day that we all have the same amount of time. And some people are more efficient with their time than others. Some people have more money where they can hire help and all of that. And I get that. That's like annoying and not realistic for everybody. Um, But for me, I'm, I don't like, I'm just trying to work through where to put my time budget. Like, what do I want to invest in in this season? And usually it's for seasons. It's not like, you know, for the next six years, I'm going to use that one hour for guitar. I should. (laughs) I've played a long time. I should be really good. (laughs) And I'm not. I tink around on it and I want to be better. So it's like, okay, then what is it worth to you? What do you what are you willing to give up in order for you to achieve that goal? And so I just am constantly trying to figure out what can I uh, do that's more efficient and I want to make sure that I'm not setting myself up to just constantly be frustrated. You know, if you have a dream that you that you're longing for. Are you living your life to equip yourself to accomplish that? Are you giving yourself the time to accomplish that? Are you setting yourself up to succeed in that? Otherwise, it's, it literally makes you feel devastated, lost, so frustrated, hurting, churning inside. So either you reconcile, this isn't going to happen. And that's like you come to terms with that and go, I'm not putting in the time, the effort, the money. I'm not putting my back into it. I am not doing what it takes for me to accomplish this dream. So therefore, I'm not going to torture myself with it and give myself a stomach ache every night. Or you say, you know what? It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. And then something stands up in you and you say, "Where? Let, let's look at my time budget, my 24 hours a day. Where am I going to fit in tasks that support this long-term goal? And you start giving that to yourself. You start loving yourself enough to do what it takes to do those goals or love yourself enough to let it go. 
for real because otherwise it's just so frustrating. I don't know who can handle that. I don't know who can handle longing for something and not doing what it takes to do it and to implement what what those things would be to make it happen long term. It's just too hard. It's too hurtful. It's too painful. So something has to give and that has to either be that the desire shifts or that you start living to accomplish that desire. And I really believe that sometimes there are timing, there's a timing for things, there's seasons for things that you'll have to get to later, and I get that. And there are other times that you're just waiting patiently. I feel like patience is something that is happening in my life right now. It's horrible. It is horrible where we are working on patience. I'm like, is there any worse lesson? I shouldn't say that because I'm sure there is. I'm sure that's the next one. (gasps) But I'm like, what is it going to take for me to get this understanding so that I can get off of this lesson? But I truly am just over here trying not to click my pen and be the annoying one in the room who's just like, crickets, waiting, waiting on the next stuff, you know? But I'm also, while I'm waiting, I'm working really hard to accomplish some goals that I have. And I'm willing to pay the price for those goals. Like I've, you know, I've been, I'm always working on my fitness. That's a constant battle. If you don't fight it, you just become fat. I don't know why. I know very few people that if they don't actively, consistently fight, their bodies become soft and overweight. It's just how we naturally gravitate. If you don't fight your house becoming messy, it just becomes messy naturally because life happens and you come and you go and it's you're going really fast. And even if you don't have a tendency to clutter, just your house gets gross and you have to constantly be cleaning it. If It's like whatever, if, if you let your relationships go and you don't constantly feed those and put an effort in, then there's distance between you and the people that you love. And there everything, if you're not fighting, you're yielding. And if you yield, things just become whatever they want to be. And I just want to live an intentional life where I am intentionally close to the people I'm close to. My you know, house and whatever my systems are that I have set up work for me. They work for my lifestyle. They work to be simple and effective. And I, cause you, the second I get behind, I don't know if you're like me in this, the second I get behind, it's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I'm in a cave. It's like call off life because I have to get caught up now. And it's just, my life is set up in a way where I have big events or I go out of town and all of a sudden it's like everything just starts to back up on me and it's just overwhelming. And so then I have to set up reset days. I have a reset day where I have to set up pulling myself back together again. <laughs> Otherwise, I just start getting really thin and I, uh, it, not physically thin, because that, that would be a great result. I mean, I start getting worn out. I get worn thin where I start feeling um, like I don't have as much to offer and I feel quicker to be um, cranky, which I'm really not a cranky person. I'm not cranky very often. So when I am cranky, it's a real bummer. <laughs> So, but I know that that's something I can help with uh, taking care of myself. So anyway, I just feel like it's really important that we choose our battles and that we fight the right battles, but that we do fight, that we put an effort in to do the best that we can to keep showing up to our life and that 
Uh, we're continuing to take care of ourselves and not getting in other people's strife, not taking on other people's offenses. I probably have a whole podcast in me about that because I've done that. I've lived for years mad at people that I didn't even know the story because of my love for someone. And that's not healthy either. My friend called me and said, I go, what's going on with that situation? She goes, oh, I'm over that. I'm like, I've been losing sleep for three months over this because I love you. She's like, oh, I don't care about it anymore. I'm like, well, you should have told me because I'm still carrying the offense over here. So it's just one of those things. It's like you got to choose the right battles. We have to choose what we're going to put our emotions, our money, our time, our energy, our investment into. And I feel like we just live better lives that way. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be back to talk later. Thank <laughs> you.